Said I'd do it for a claim, never for the fame. All in all, probably lost more than I gained. Table for the champs, chicken with the pain. Can't matter you become when you're trying to stay sane. Niggas in the game, get a little chain. Couple free kicks and they feel like we're the same. I'm a stand-up nigga, and they act funny. Like they're so money, it might show money. And I love rap. But it's like when you finally get a pussy and it ain't all that. That's where you never go back. That's just sitting in your lap. Telling me relax. Telling me talk back. And I'm like... For the free drinks, came on a bus, but she came in a mink. Came a long way from Barbie dolls and Tamagotchis in pink. Now it's all Tinder and Instagram, and niggas like her pics. Her name's always on a list. And she turns, she sings, and how she don't want a man, she's just doing her thing. She came to get turned up and then turned down in the sink. And her favorite line, I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. So no plan for a life, just apply for the night. Feel it kind of low, so she's trying to get high. Split from my hubby, cause he had a wife. Tried to got tired of being a bit on the side. Just top it all up, her baby daddy's inside. She don't ever visit, you don't ever write. Club just finished, wear on a hat. I turn up the sound, I pull up outside, like. I think you got all you came for. Do you want more? Cause she just wanted someone, somewhere at the top. She's even gonna block or self-destruct. Back to hers, then we fuck. All she really wanted was a kiss and a hug, cause her ass said. Is it gonna be What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Male Reasoning Podcast. I'm your host, James. I'm here with my co-host, Patrick. Patrick, how are you? Well, James, I'm doing pretty good today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, We just had a song by G Fresh. The song is called Right. Right now. I think it's what is it called? Right, Right, right now. Right this time. Right this time. That's it. Right this time. Great, great song. Everybody should go check it out. Um, so, so how are how are you? How are you this week? I'm doing okay. You know, it's been been an interesting week. Um, seen a lot, 
got offended by a lot. Uh oh. You know, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it. It's just, it's just been a lot this week. Mm. What about you? What have you been into? Uh, it's same here. It's been a pretty interesting week. Um, you know, now the year's coming to a close. It's like, you know, sometimes it's like you feel like time is running out. You know, but uh, you know, every everything's been going good. Can't complain. Can't complain. I've been seeing a lot of interesting stuff. I know we're gonna. I know we're gonna get into it. <laughs> definitely, definitely got to get into it. Um, so I wanted to start off this episode with something I saw on my way from the grocery store, Mm -hmm. um, just yesterday. So I was in the grocery store, it's like spurred the moment. I was like, man, I need to get some stuff and cook. It's like, all right, let me just grab a couple of stuff. And you know, like when you know, you need certain stuff, so you get it, but then like, you forget something, but you don't realize till you get home. And it's just like, God dang it. I hate that. I hate that. I forgot to get the eggs. I was, I was really mad and I have none left. It's not like I had like two left and I was like, okay, get eggs. Not like I had no eggs left. It's like, gosh, darn it. But it is what it is. But I'm in the grocery store going around the produce section. You know, I like to get my fruits. Then I'm, you know, going around the muffins, you know, the pastries and, you know, all that good stuff. All that good stuff. You know, (laughs) and it was very surprising. I saw a young lady, you know, you see young ladies in the grocery store all the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. Walking around, Mm -hmm. doing her thing, checking what she needs to get. You know, nothing to it. I didn't think anything of it until... It was time to leave. So, like, walking around, you know, you kind of, like, when you see somebody in the grocery store, like, once, you then kind of, like, see them again in, like, a different section and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I was just like, okay, cool, whatever, whatever. Didn't think anything of it. So, then I'm leaving the grocery store, and I see this dude in a car, mm-hmm. in the passenger seat. The back windows were down. He was playing music. This is in a parking garage, so it's no service. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's on his phone. And I'm just like, that's kind of weird, but whatever. But it's it's messed up because I was like, man, I bet you that he waiting on that chick to come back. Mm. Just in my head, that's that's what I thought. You know, side comment. The same, just the same chick, the same chick that was in you the know, I didn't think it was her. I just thought it would be a chick. I didn't know who. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, watch watch the person driving. is going to be a chick. Mm-hmm. Then kept going, went to my car, put my stuff up, look up before I got in my car, and I see the same chick I saw earlier putting groceries in the back of the car that the dude is sitting in. And I'm just like, what? Mm. And I was just like, okay, that's that's a little different. Wait, he didn't jump out. He didn't jump out and No, no, he didn't he didn't do anything. He he didn't he didn't jump out to help, nothing. Just stayed in the front seat, chilling, doing whatever it is he doing, because you know, she she's a breadwinner, she brings the bacon home and she cooks it apparently. (laughs) So what ended up happening is (laughs) she brings in the bacon and cooks it. Oh wow. <laughs> that's that's what she does, man. That's what it seems like. She goes make the banks the money, go gets the bacon, brings it home and cooks it. All he does is eat. <laughs> like it's crazy. Oh man, it's, it's it's really crazy the way 
things have changed in society, but what can you do? Man, so that's, that's oh, there's more. Uh oh, uh oh. So like I'm looking and I'm just mm-hmm. like, wow, like this dude really just like chilled in the car the whole time, <laughs> had her going to the grocery store, get all the food, bring it back. <laughs> put it in the trunk and now she got to drive to i was like yo that's <laughs> different but then like i had to tell somebody so like i called a couple people like i sent out a message to a couple people and i'm just like yo what are your thoughts on this and like mm-hmm. one person was like well you don't know you know his condition like he could have been like had some kind of medical stuff and then then when she said that my first inkling was shit i did have two knee surgeries so maybe something's wrong with him he can't get in the mm, store so yeah, i was yeah, like mm, yeah. okay you know what i'm saying maybe you can give him an excuse for that yeah but then even then like i wouldn't have been in the car i'd have been at home like i'm not gonna be out if like yeah that's i'm not gonna different. be a tag along but then it's maybe like, he just want to drive out like you know See, that's what I was thinking. Is like <laughs> if he did have surgery, he might just wanted to get out the house, but then he can't really mm-hmm. walk around the store, and he's like too prideful to get in the little scooter. I was like, God dang it, man! You just ruined my whole argument. I was about to like bash this dude. Yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. But then it was like, but then my other friend was like, but what if he has like other health issues and like he can't really carry stuff i was like god dang just ruined my whole argument man these are these are (laughs) anomalies like because you know what like i see these things all the time though like i really do i see these things where but but when you see it uh like do you see it where it's like in this instance my head quickly went to yo that's a fuck boy like what kind Mm. of fuck boy behavior is that that that's the first Mm. thing my head went to is like bro what the fuck I was like, yo, he the type of dude, it seems like, would have her pumping the gas while it's cold outside. Oh, like, I, see, I see that. I see that happening. So, I'm so like, l- l- let's hear your, your thoughts on this, because I, I don't know what to say, man. This shit's crazy. Here's the thing. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I, I'm traditional. I believe in, you know, traditional values and all of those things. And and, and here's here's where it's like the split like decision when it comes to these things, because on one hand you're like, yeah, you know, like people are supposed to be traditional and the the man is supposed to be the leader. The man's supposed to be pushing the cart. The man's supposed to be driving. The man's supposed to pump the gas, all of these things. The man's supposed to be bringing the groceries into the house, take out the garbage, all of these type of manly things. You know what I mean? Right? Right. So, you see that, and then, but when you see the opposite, you're just like, what, what's going on here? But the funny thing is, here's the funny thing, is like, that stuff is encouraged. Like, in the sense that, you know, the woman, like, she's the, like, you always hear a lot of women say, you know, oh, I'm I'm an independent woman, I'm an independent woman, I'm a this and a that. And so it's like, right, well, right. maybe, he, you know, maybe he was, I mean, I wouldn't do it, but who knows, maybe he got to the point where he was like, okay, you an independent woman, you know, you, you say, you know, you know we're all, yeah, we're equal and you're equal. And, and that's, and that's the thing. This is why I say these type of arguments and these type of things that blurs the lines, because it's like, you can't, as a woman say one thing you want to, I'm, I'm not saying you're not supposed to be respected. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying you can't say on one hand, you know, I'm an independent woman and I do all for myself and everything like that. And then you want to get the special, 
treatment, like the special, you know, get the door held open for you. Cause it's like, no, I thought we're, we're both equal. Right. So I'm not getting the door held open for me. So, you know, why don't you get the, you know, you get the door. And, and sometimes I, sometimes I do that. Sometimes I, it, it depends on the day it is. Wait, wait, sometimes you let the girl get the door. Oh yeah, of course. Sometimes I do. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes I do. Wow. Some, that, that's, it that depends on how, it give, depends me, give on, me a scenario. Okay. I remember it was, <laughs> it was one time, I think it was some, I think it was like a Starbucks or something. And me and this young lady were walking up to the door and she looked at me and I looked right back at her. You know, I looked at her and she's like, no. she just looked like astonished. Like, ah, like, like, aren't you going to get it? I looked at her like, aren't you going to get it? You know what I mean? Because I, I like to do that every once in a while because it's like, no, you guys are the same people that talk about this type of stuff. You guys. are, And here's the thing. I don't have any problem holding the door for women. You know what I mean? I just like to do these things as a little test sometimes because, you know, because I think like sometimes women take these things for granted. Like this is what you're just supposed to do. But it's like you can't Facts. say. Yeah, you can't say it. And then or here's the funny thing. This is another thing. Like. You ever had it where, and 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 I know every man has had this happen to them, where it's like, say, like a woman, she's on the phone or whatever like that, and like, say you you or whatever she's doing, and she's walking up to the door, you're walking up to the door, you open the door, hold the door open for her, and she just like walks right in, doesn't even say thanks, and just like, yeah, just I'm just like, what? Nah, like you know what I mean? I'm like, nah, okay, like stuff like that, like I like that kind of boils my blood a bit because it's like it's that. So so when it happens, what do you do? No, oh, I say something. I say thank you. You know, I, that's and then what do they say? I mean, sometimes they turn around and just like roll their eyes or whatever like that. So, you know, every once in a while you have the woman like she'll be like, Oh no, no, oh, I'm sorry, I was just on the phone. You know, but the majority of the time you'll hear you'll just like see the whatever, like that type of you know, like you should just be doing this anyway, type of thing. But Normally speaking, and, 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 and see, this is so deep, you can expand into it even more because it Go makes you do it. beg the question, like, like, why do women choose those type of men in the sense that the men that, like, the dudes that aren't going to help them, you know? Like, because mm. that woman and that guy, they could literally have been in a relationship for a long time, going to still be in a relationship, and that's just the way it is, like, you know? Do you think it has something to do with maybe he's, you know, putting it down? So she's like, don't worry, baby. You don't got to get out of the car. I got this. Because it's like, I want you to save all your energy so you can attack me later. Like, it's something like that, like, maybe. I think so. I think it, that, that could be, like, you know, that could be, you know, that that whole, as they say, what's they call it? Pookie Ray Ray type thing, you know? <laughs> that, could be the, that could be it. Because, you know... Uh, I mean, you see these things, and sometimes you think about it, you're like, dang. But you know what the funny thing is? That woman that? is going to leave that relationship, and when she decides to get into another relationship, it's going to be weird. Because if, like, she say she finds a guy that, like, he's the opposite of the dude that she's dealing with, and he's, like, treating her well, and he's doing all that stuff. You know what the crazy thing is? The majority of the time, she's going to start disrespecting him. Damn. Damn. She's going to start disrespecting him. And it's like crazy because it's like weird because I guess she's not used to it. But I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's deep. Because she's not used to, she's not going to be used to that good treatment. 
you know true that is true but what do you think what do you think do you do you co-sign that do you co-sign like what like like i, I mean i know you said it's like fuckboy behavior but do you think that like in this day and age because of what's going on and the whole you know equal you know like oh i'm an independent woman and i'm just like you and whatever 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 do you think like what that guy did in that sense is like you know wow um <laughs> do you think that that's acceptable like that's okay i i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say no um because i i grew up on a different school so mm. i gotta hold on to the values i grew mm. up with so i can't really can't really settle for that true true like true. i that that's just different to me like i don't know how you could do that like that's a little it's a little weird like but then this is the thing, mm-hmm. like, they're going to tell you, you know, well, maybe he didn't have a father around to teach him the right way. Oh and and my response to that is my dad wasn't around for how I got it. Mm. And they don't got no answer for that part. But mm. here we are. Here we are. You know I grew yeah. up learning certain stuff. I, I sought out the information, but then they're going to say, well, maybe they didn't have the means. I was in Jamaica. He was in America. It's no excuse. Mm. Mm. Things is different. It's no excuse in my opinion. But do you, do you think in, in, in that regard where you just brought that up, do you think that some people, you know, do you think some people, they do have an excuse in the sense that there's like, they don't have a certain type of background and it's like, that's all, as they say, this is all I know, you know? Again, I think like it's different. It's, it's really different. What if you see all the- I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it's excusable behavior because this is my thing. Everybody be watching TV. Mm-hmm. Everybody be seeing stuff on TV you see certain stuff and what you might associate it with might be some cornball shit, Mm. but then that's what is, you know, chivalry. That's the, you know what I'm saying? That's the type of stuff that you, you laugh at. Oh, that's whack. That's weak. But that's the type of stuff that your man's not doing. He's not holding the door for you. He's not respecting you, but Hey, it is what it is. It's weird. But, it's like, I feel like, and that's why I feel like you got to know, you know, you got to know the woman that you're dealing with because. But this is the thing with, with knowing you got to also know the traumas and the stuff oh. like that because uh, a perfect, like, again, so I saw that yesterday at the grocery store. And then last night I saw a video online. Uh, if I find it, I'll retweet it mm-hmm. and it'll be on the Instagram or, you know, on Twitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was a video. It was like a question, you know, question and answer thing, you know, trying to figure some stuff out. Mm-hmm. And the guy was asking the girl um, some questions about um, being in abusive relationships and all this type of stuff. Mm. And like she really like opened up and got deep with it and was like, well, her mom went through some stuff similar to that. And then she said that she would never go through it. But then she ended up with a dude that wasn't trying to do nothing. He was just comfortable mm. because she was providing everything. Mm. She had a car. She had she she literally made it too comfortable for him. So he, he didn't have it at all. He wasn't that type. 
No, it's not. It's not even about that. It was she made it too comfortable for him. Mm-hmm. So then that made him not have to try. Because she made it easy, he didn't have to do nothing because she was always going to be there to lend him her car and, you know, give him money and all. So he didn't really have to push and hustle and, you know, grind out here. Damn. And the end result is there would he would cheat, she would catch him, and it would be a whole, you know, song and dance thing. But mm-hmm. then it got to the point where she even said it like she she was the one like, yeah, he put his hands on her, but there were many times where she was the aggressor where she started it, where she started beating on him and, you know, he was defending himself and he was, you know, responding back based off of, you know, her energy and they would get into fights and all this type of stuff. And then, you know, fight makeup and all that I type res- of stuff. I respect her honesty. I really do. But then she was like, it was a, it was a point where, he like they got into it and like she started yelling at him and in a like threatening manner Mm -hmm. he felt he felt threatened so then his response was to react his reaction she then he was choking her then Mm. she was like oh i thought you said you wasn't gonna put your hands on me but you know trying to say it while being choked is a little difficult but then this is this is the whole like bringing it full circle Mm -hmm. Like after that, she, you know, they fought, then she didn't feel comfortable anymore. So what happened? She tried to leave. He wouldn't let her leave, took her keys, took her phone, everything. And she tried to figure out how to like leave. This is such a dysfunctional relationship. But you're you're, you're saying that, but a lot of people are going through stuff like that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Because they don't know any better. Mm. And then what happened is she ended up figuring out how to like pacify him. So yeah, I'm gonna leave. I'll be back tomorrow. I'm gonna come back tomorrow. Just gotta go home. And she literally just let, when she was able to leave, she left and went straight to her mom. Mm. And like, I guess her mom wasn't there. So she had to go to somewhere else that her mom was at. And then her mom came out and was like, Oh, he put his hands on you. Didn't he? And she was like, yeah. And then she felt bad. Cause she was like, she saw it happen to her mom. And then it happened to her after she said it wasn't, ever going to happen to her it was a it was a whole thing and i was just like listening to it and i was just like damn but then she's like he called her like after they like that was like the final straw then they were like done done Mm. then like she went in the navy enlisted or whatever then he called her like a couple like a year or so later and start oh you know i got a car now you know i got my own place now you know i'm doing this i'm doing that and she was like why couldn't you do that when I was there mm. and he, his response was honest, but she didn't like it. She, he was like, cause you was here. I didn't have to do that. Cause you was doing everything for me. That's kind of weak. This is a weak man. This, <laughs> like, weak. this is just, uh, like is, is crazy, but yeah. there's a lot of people that's like when stuff is comfortable, it's, it's no need to, to, to push and try and, and change nothing. Because they comfortable. This is just a lot. Like, there's just so much to say on both him and her. They they both. Go, let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. Him and her. Like, I'm gonna start on him because I always, Uh-oh. I always start with the man first because the man is supposed to be the leader. So you know, the, him like that's just whatlessness. That's just that's just waste man behavior. Like, Uh-oh. you know, that's just 
You heard it here first. Just, I, I don't like stuff like that. You know, like as a man, you're always no matter what. Like, and and this goes into. I feel like yes, a woman is supposed to be supportive, but she's not supposed to be the main factor as to what, with or without the woman, you're supposed to be like moving toward a goal. And this is why I say with like relationships and all that stuff. And this is why a lot of relationships, they're just not going to work because the man doesn't have a plan. You know, like a lot of times they say with relationships, like, Oh, you know, she, you know, you guys have to come together and make it, you know, make the plan. And just no, 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 this is how it's supposed to go. The man is supposed to have a plan. He's supposed to basically say to the woman, Hey, this is my plan. If you would like to assist to my plan, and like, like, as I said, the train, if the train is going to New York, right? If you would like to come on this train that's going to New York, you can come on the train that's going to New York. He has a plan. He has a direction. The problem is a lot of these guys, they have no direction. They don't know where they're going. So they're both at the, at the train station. They're both at the platform. Hey, where do you want to go? I don't know. Where do you want to go? Uh, let's just jump on this train. Let's go here. All right, let's go on here. And that's why they have arguments and stuff because the man who's supposed to be the leader, he doesn't know where he's going. She doesn't know where she's going, obviously. And they're both trying to figure it out. And everybody's just lost. Everybody confused lost in the sauce and that's what's going on and that's what with that guy you know like finally i guess i don't know what clicked in his mind but you know to literally come back around <laughs> well she, she she left and he had to get it he had to get up he had to step up and do uh, what he needed to do the pacifying wasn't there no more the fact that he was able to literally turn around like he's just he should feel so whatless just for saying that to her like oh well <laughs> i can't this isn't funny. It really isn't. But the fact that he really said, like, I mean, I didn't have to do anything because you were doing it. Like, that is so awful, man. That really is. But, um, you know, so that's the <clears throat> that's the guy. Like, you know, that's just, I mean, that's one of those, like, who raised you type of situation, right? And then to the exactly. girl. I mean, her story just sounds then, awful. Hold on. Stop, 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 mm-hmm. stop, stop. Mm-hmm. You, you just said, who raised you? Mm-hmm. Clearly. You know, mm. I don't want to put it out Uh-oh. there, but clearly there was no male figure in the mm. life of that young man growing up mm. to come up and do some shit like that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, it's one of those things not now, like, for the woman now, like, now for, like, her, it's like her story just sounds all over the place. Because, number one, she's there beating up the guy. And I'm not saying that, like... You know, I got to be like really careful with saying what I'm saying, but I'm. It's good that she's honest. But here's the weird thing, and I hate when I hear situations like that. Where if I hear situations where a man is like he just beating on the woman or everything like that, like I'm like no, like you no, like a hundred percent, like. But there's situations where I see like women who they actually get violent. They actually are fighting the dude and like you know really getting like not less like oh i she just called him a bad name or whatever like that like literally physically like punching the man kicking the man using weapons or throwing things at i mean when you're doing all of that and 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 you get a, a certain type of reaction i mean I, I don't know what to tell that person i really don't like if you're getting physical you are the one that's initiating physical contact physical you know aggressive behavior it's like you know I don't know. It's just, there's just a lot of confusion. And that's the thing when sometimes two hurt people, two people who are just 
clueless. They don't know where they're going. There's no direction, no leadership, no guidance. And it's right. just, this is, this is what happens. This is what happens. But hopefully she was, she's able to address what's going on and, yeah, hopefully she's able to address what's going on, and and hopefully both of them can move forward. Hopefully with other people, but I mean, I feel like so- sounds like with the situation that they're in, they just need to be by themselves. That's the thing. Just stay away from upwardly progressive people. Just stay to yourselves and just don't. Just be single, you know. <laughs> For real. Oh, speaking of that, speaking of speaking of what you said about, um, you know different behavior and all of that stuff. I have a quick article to run through and, 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 and read to you real fast. And I, I want your perspective. Okay. On it. It's going to be really, really fast. I'm going to run through it. <clears throat> the article is called, um, I'm afraid my boyfriend will lose it when he finds out about my secret past. Right. Uh Oh yeah. So, and this is, I'm, I'm going to read to you. The adv- I'm going to read to you the story and then the ad- adv- and then the advice that was given. All right, so title: I'm afraid my boyfriend will lose it when he finds out about my secret past. So it says, the person says, I'm a 24 year old woman with a 27 year old guy. We've been together for almost a year, and he's one of the most amazing, inspiring people I've ever met. I see myself becoming family with him, but I'm struggling with how to oh, tell oh, him. Oh, what, what does that mean, becoming family? What does that mean? How did I know you were going to say that? I mean, I guess... These are just I the mean, questions I have. I mean, I think she's trying to say, she, like, becoming a family. Like, you know, marriage, kids, okay. Okay. picket gotcha, fence, gotcha, gotcha. dog, cat, you know. That's cute. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm a 27-year-old woman. Uh, with a 27-year-old guy. We've been together for almost a year, and he's one of the most amazing, inspiring people I've ever met. I see myself becoming family with him, but I'm struggling with how to tell him about my past. A couple years ago, I had not been yet treated for certain mental health things and was not stable. I was looking for life because it didn't feel like I had much left in me, and I started to, whoa, I started to sell my body to older men. I didn't need the money, but I was mostly looking to be wanted and appreciated and used. Then I got treatment. And I started wait, 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 wanted, appreciated, and used. Yeah, I was looking. What, I was. What does that mean? I, this is just what she wrote. You know, I was mostly, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll let you finish. The answer might be there. So she says I was mostly looking to be wanted and appreciated and used. Then I got treatment, and I started a life that's almost a dream. The thing is, I don't regret my past. It created this version of me. I am strong now. I know what's right for me, I live for my values, and I am healthy. My boyfriend has been very kind and patient with my mental health, though I have shame through those details too, and with some sexual trauma issues, but I'm afraid this will really alter how he sees me. What if this dampens and and extinguishes the excitement and trust that is so precious to us? What if he sees me differently after this conversation? I want our closeness to grow stronger and not wither from such details, some of which are horrible. What should I do? Right? So that was the story, right? And so, um, you know, the this is the answer that was given. This was the advice. This was like the professional advice that was given to this person. Um, it says... Um, I think you should wait a bit longer and collect some more information before revealing this part of your past. 
That's the advice. While it can feel natural to share a detailed biography with your partner, it is not strictly necessary to tell him everything that happened in your life, nor is it technically possible. So she says, you know, your sex work made you who you are today, and if it is, if it did only that and left you without obligations that of the legal and professional source that affect your current life, it's hardly need to know information. Unlike, say, your ongoing work on your mental health and sexual trauma issues, which it sounds like you're communicating well. If there's literally no reason beyond the abstract notion of closeness to tell your boyfriend about your former job, find other ways to foster closeness for now. Wait until the subject of sex work comes up, evaluate his potential reaction from that, and then proceed accordingly. If he has huge moral qualms with it, it's your chance to teach him that it's honest work despite what the law might say. Or if his response is particularly virulent, you can make up your mind from that whether he's the kind of partner you actually want to be with. Or you can decide to keep it as your secret. You're allowed to have things you keep to yourself. That doesn't necessarily make you deceptive. It just makes you practical. This was the professional advice that was given to this woman by like a professional person. Basically was telling this girl, like withhold something very important about your past to your partner basically lie to your partner and i'm just like whoa wait it was just all interesting to me now i'm gonna get your take on it uh, because this is very interesting but like the one thing that stood out to me was like why is it that whenever i hear like you know men ask for dating advice and men are getting dating advice or relationship advice you're always hearing like people tell men okay you got to you know, come with the truth. You got to make sure you tell the truth, tell everything that happens, let her decide. But it's like, I, I this is not the first time that I'm hearing and seeing these type of things when women are getting advice and it's like, oh, he doesn't need to know that. Just like, you know, just don't let him know. The less he knows, the better it is for him. And I'm like, whoa. So what is your take on everything? I want to hear this. Uh, <clears throat> well, you didn't really, you know, give me your, well, you kind of gave me your take, which you kind of didn't. <laughs> that but, was for you. I, um, want, I, want to, I want to see what you say about this. I want to like. So the advice was clearly, you know, this is clearly two women talking, correct? Mm, correct, correct, correct. So that's all you need to know. It's, it's two women talking. We're going to, it's, 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 it's a brotherhood and then there's a sisterhood. The sisterhood is going to be like, hey, don't fuck up what you got. The brotherhood is going to tell you the same thing. Not really. It's bias, it's, it's, it's bias information. That's, but that's n- not necessarily true because I've seen like. But I've it seen- is. Because if, if a guy comes to you and is like, hey, you know, I used to do this and do that in my past. Should I tell my girl? You're going to tell him, no, nah, nigga, don't fuck that shit up. I'm going to tell him that. But most Exactly. So when the woman does it, why is it crazy? No, 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 no. Here's that's the, that's what they do. But here's what I'm saying. For the most part, the majority of the time, like, like I'm going to tell someone different information. But you'll have like I, I've seen stuff where there's like you know, uh, you know, relationship coaches, you know, pastors, spiritual guidance counselors, whoever, and they'll tell the man like, oh no, you know, you got to come clean. But then when it's the woman, I've seen it. I've seen it when even if it's a man, give, give me an example. Give me an example. Give me an example. Okay. What pastor you know gave the bad advice? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call out the pastor's name. I'm not gonna do that. But I've seen See, like where. Right. 
I'm not gonna man. call out the pastor's name. Like I'm not gonna out him out. I'm not gonna say Pastor. What, what, what location is his church? Nah, I'm, not, I'm not gonna do that to the pastor. Is this Maryland, DC, Jersey, I mean, like, like Jamaica? Like where, where's this? Where's this be, church? It could located? be in LA for all we know. But I'm just saying that, like, Uh-oh, you know, you did listen, go out there last year. This is this is this is hard times. People are, you know, we're not gonna mess up, you know, the church money. We're not gonna do that. But but yeah, that's that's what happens. That's what that's oh, what were you gonna say? Um I I just think it's interesting, mm-hmm. but not surprising that that's the advice given to a woman by a woman. Mm. Um no surprises there. Um, I expect nothing less, and hopefully they figure out, well, hopefully her and her person figure out what they need to do. Um, Hopefully he knows the Carfax before the marriage, if he does get that far, because it's something to think about. Man, I, I, I mean, I hear about situations like these that happen, like, you know, and like some some guys, they just don't want to know. I think you should always know. It's I'm not going to get into that, but um, I've heard situations that are actually worse than this. Like true stories. Like of course, I'm not going to call anyone's name. I'm not going to do that. Man, I'm not going to no. These stories are wild. No, these are no. These, we we ain't getting names or we ain't getting facts. No, these no, are. I'm whack. giving facts. I'm giving facts. I'm just changing names. All names in this episode have been altered to protect the identity of the individuals in question. All right, I'm going to give you one story, but I'm going to like change the name because I I don't want to slip up and then say the person's actual name and then like. Uh, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to give a. I'm going to give a name. I'm going to give a name. Um. Give me a name. You give me a name. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, don't give me a name. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't give me a name. All right. I'll, I'm gonna get a name. I'm gonna use a name. Let's say. Uh, let's go. Let's go with Ariel. I know what Ariel. So I'm not gonna do that. No. Okay. Okay. Um, let's go with uh, uh, Natasha. Okay. Let's use that name. That's a good name. That's a good name. Let's use a Natasha. Right. All right, let's use that name. That's a good name. So, um, so Natasha, right? So Natasha, she has a man, right? She has Got a you. man, and <clears throat> this man, like they they they've been together for a couple of years, really good, really close, but they they're not married, right? Okay, and. This is a crazy story because this is a true story. This is based on a true story. Gotcha. This is a true story. Gotcha. This is just shows how Hollywood. No this Hollywood. Is, this this is, is not no. No, this is Hollywood true story. No, no, no. It's not a Hollywood true story. This is like a real true story. You know what I mean? I guess you've never seen Hollywood true story. No. But okay. Okay. Oh, so okay, Hollywood true story. <clears throat> Natasha, she finds this guy. Right, has the guy a couple years, say like two years, they're together. She's pushing the marriage thing to him, like he, you know, he's arguing over that. He's not ready yet, blah blah blah. They're going back and forth. They get into a big, big fight. I mean, like a big fight. They go into a big argument, yelling, screaming, you know, screw you, blah 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 blah, yelling at each other. Slams the door. He's like, you know what? I'm I'm tired of you. I'm done. And he leaves. He leaves. 
He leaves. Okay. He walks away. He leaves. She's calling his phone. He's not answering. Calling his phone, not answering. Right? That's day one. Day two, calls his phone, answer. Like three days, he hasn't been like answering. He hasn't been like hitting her up. Nothing. Like he just literally just took, took a mental checkup. Mental checkup. Right. Yeah, a mental health break to you know get his mind together and you know do what needs to be done. All right. So. So, Natasha calls her ex-boyfriend, right? So, so the, wait, so the dude she's been calling mm-hmm. is her current boyfriend. Yeah, let's say, okay. let, let's call him. Let's call him Scott, right? Okay, so she's with Scott. Natasha's with Scott. Scott, but then she calls Daryl. She calls Daryl, right? Whoa, Daryl comes over, right? He's talking to her. Does what Daryl does. Daryl, well, he didn't come over for. Okay, Daryl came over for that. Let's just say what it is. Daryl came, came over Darryl. and beat it out. Wow, this is. I, I'm just. I'm trying to say it in the most politically correct way possible. But that is the most politically <laughs> correct way possible. He came over and beat it out. Yeah, Daryl. So you know they they rekindled. Yeah, they broke our box. <laughs> They rekindled what they once had. Let's say it that way. You know what I mean? You know, they say the, uh, you know, the old broom knows the corner. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) so her and Daryl, you know, you know, that happens and they're going on and everything like that and whatever, whatever. And, um, you know, it was just. It was just like a moment of a lapse of judgment. You know, it was just she was just in a Was it really? She was in a vulnerable state. She was feeling, you know, just down and you know, self-imposed. You know, Daryl was just the one that was there and this is what happened. That she right? called. But let's then, not forget that she called him. She did call him. She was the Ac- one that accountability. She take responsibility for your actions. Accountability. It's important. She did call him, right? But then but then you know, Scott, after about like a couple of days, like say it was five days, like and like by day five, he like he came back, he said, you know what? Just as you said, he was like, you know, I just needed to take a mental break because like I, you know, I had to think over all of these things. And you know what? I've come to the conclusion, like, you know what, we've been together for two years. You're the woman for me, and you know, I don't want to live life without you, blah, 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 all of that stuff. He comes, produces the ring, drops to one knee, shows a a, a ring of high carriage, and just presents it to her. Let's get married. Will you marry me? Right? Uh oh. She says, Yes, oh my God, this is all that I wanted. Blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? Hussy. They uh, you know, they get married. You know what I mean? Blah 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 blah. A few months later, she's she's actually pregnant. You know, she gets pregnant. You know, because they're like, you know, they they didn't even want to do the whole like, you know, like church wedding and all of that stuff. They just let's just go to the courthouse and do all that stuff. Let's just like get it done because, you know, they didn't have time for all of that stuff. Let's just get it done. They go and get it done. You know, get married, everything like that. You know, she 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 was pregnant. Boom boom. I had a baby. Boom, baby's born. Oh my god, this man is in love. He is like the real like. He's one of those like fathers that you see on um, on Instagram. They just always posting pictures of their baby because they really love their baby. You know what I mean? It's so happy. Oh no! Life. Say it ain't so. Yeah, it's a new stage in life and everything like that. So 
he's taking pictures, blah, 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 blah. And he's looking, right? He's, so, 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 so Scott loves his baby, little baby, Scott Jr. And uh, Natasha is looking at the baby, right? And she starts to feel queasy inside because each day that that goes on as the baby starts to you know form together and yeah has his face starts to grow in i just like you know his whole identity and everything like that she starts to notice that scott jr looks a lot like daryl right scott jr looks a lot like daryl and she was like what does she say what does she say like there, I'm telling. Since that whole that since that fight that happened, those you know year that like year ago, like they haven't fought since. They're just like on a perfect like trail. They're just everything is great, and you know, she's just she's wondering what should she do. She goes to her girlfriends, and, she, and they all tell her the same. And they thing. all tell her the same thing. They tell her, girl, you know. This, if you tell him this, this is going to think about him. This is going to crush him inside. You don't want to crush him. You don't want to do it. You know, this is going to just mess up everything that you got. And you know what? As far as I know, to this day, Natasha has not told Scott the truth. This is a true story. This is a real story. Oh, shit. This is a real story. This is not like Hollywood true true story. To this day, According to my knowledge, Scott has no idea that Scott Jr. is Daryl's child. It's crazy. And it's just like one of those things that is just like the article that we read. There's a lot of times that in these relationships, you know, everything is going peachy and everything is going nice. But you don't know that that person is hiding a deep, dark secret that you should probably know. It's really crazy. I really feel like guys should check out the, uh, you know, the Carfax, do their digging. You know, it doesn't hurt, you know, to do these things. It's It sounds horrible. It sounds like, oh, why do you have that type of mentality? But, I mean, these things happen. This story is a true story. These things happen. I, I you know, I just, this is male reasoning. This is for men. And, you know, we just want men to... Uh, Use their thinking caps. This is what this this podcast is about. Men using their thinking caps to navigate through life, not just taking the the regular. Um, you know, uh, what were you gonna say? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to do it. I had to do it. Scotty doesn't know. Oh my goodness, yo, that was the. It's so funny because that's the perfect name that I picked. No, it was. I didn't even remember this song. <laughs> Scotty doesn't know, oh so don't goodness. tell Scotty. Oh man, don't tell Scotty. I think we found a title for this week's episode. Don't tell Scotty. Don't tell Scotty. Oh my God! He doesn't know. Oh my gosh, this is horrible. <laughs> you know, this, is the, this is the outro. I don't care what you have. That's the outro. This is the outro song today. That's the outro song. This is. <laughs>
Oh, Don't man. tell Scotty. Oh, Scotty. Scotty doesn't oh, know. Man. Yeah. Uh, we should have used Fiona because that was the name of the chicken the Scotty doesn't know song, but you know, Natasha works Natasha too. Natasha works too. Natasha works too. Woo. That's Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Don't tell Scotty, man. This is this is a Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> this is uh this is some real stuff that's happening, you know. This is a. this is this is this is uh this is crazy. But um anything else you want to say about on, on that particular subject? Sure. <laughs> Don't tell Scotty, because Scotty doesn't know. It's so, it's crazy. It's hmm. crazy that this is the this is like it's it's when you when you look at life, right? Hmm. We we gonna we gonna we're gonna hit a little deep topic real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a quick five seconds. Yeah. So you look at life, hmm. you get with a girl. You, you know, you do the do, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, she can get pregnant. True. Nine times out of ten, and I guess seven times out of ten, we want to rephrase it because, you know, Mari's still relevant in today's society because he is not the father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you, when you think about it, seven times out of ten, the girl knows who the father is. True. Sometimes she might not know which one, but she knows who it is. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say seven out of ten. Because mm-hmm. it's a three percent chance that, you know, she was doing some shit. She don't know fuck. It could have been him, it could have been him. I don't know who. Uh I was out here in the streets. Yeah. Anything could happen. Mm-hmm. As a guy, one time out of ten, you know for certain it's yours. Mm-hmm. Because the one time you know is that. Mm-hmm. Well, you did do something, <laughs> and it's a possibility. <laughs> the only way you get certainty is that good old DNA check. True. Simple. Again, I advocate it should be done as soon as a child is born. Before oh, you pick out a name, before you sign birth certificate, get that DNA set done. This is hard. It's important. This is, uh, this is, I mean, there's so much to impact from what you just said. There's so much to impact because, you know, this is the thing. This is the thing because I've seen this happen in, in, in different scenarios with different people. Nobody I've known in terms of like, I've heard about it. I haven't really like been one person removed from the person. So it's not like one of my boys is like, yeah, you know, I think. It's so-and-so baby. Like, if nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It's always like, yo, I know somebody that knows somebody. Like, it's always some external stuff. Removed. Yeah. So, it could be anything. Mm. So, it's interesting to see this now because you see a situation like that. Scotty's not going to find out until either one. Mm-hmm. He wises up and listens to the podcast and mm-hmm. hears that he needs to go get a DNA check. Mm-hmm. Or two, he he has to either get uh, blood or organ or something, and or the kid needs an organ or blood or something, and then he's not a match. And mm-hmm. then the doctor's going to say, sir, you're not even the father. Jeez. And then you really crush him because he's been living 20, 30 years mm. thinking this dude, kid he's raising is his and it's not even his. I think that's just deceitful. And women like that, women like that 
are very, very bad. I was going to say something else, but I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> put my leg out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> like yeah. women like that are very, very bad, and they give the the holistic women out there a very bad name. Mm. So mm. I just, I just think it's it's sad that that happens. But for me, due diligence at any point as a man. Yeah, you had sex with a woman, but you can never know what she's doing because never as a man, yeah. you're having sex with her, but you might be having sex with somebody else, too. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing that, why wouldn't you think she's doing that? And then if that's the case, bottom line, just get a check. It's, it, it doesn't cost that much to do it. And it gives you the one thing that you can't pay for, which is peace of mind. Peace of mind. Knowing for, for a fact that that is my kid. Because the DNA test proved it. All right, cool. You don't got nothing to worry about after that. Yeah, yeah. That's um. At that point, you know, you're you're, you know, you're good. You know, but it's like, exactly. how do you how do you navigate that? That's the thing. How do you? What do you mean? That's easy, bro. Okay. Here's the thing. It's different. You you, you bring the baby home, right? Okay. You do the whole thing. You bring the baby home. Mm-hmm. Like it was a video a couple of weeks ago. I think we might have talked about it. Where the guy he did a DNA test, and the chick thought, "Oh, here here's an envelope, here's your gift, and oh, you got the flights to Dubai, oh, you got me Balenciagas, mm. oh, you got me the Birkin." And he was like, "Nah, this is a DNA test. That's not my kid. The kid's four years old. I think it was on the kid's birthday." And he was like, "In the morning, you need to be gone. Pack your yeah. stuff. You and your kid get out." And people were it's like, it's really simple because, yeah, yeah, people were, were tripping on them. Yeah. I see nothing wrong with that. And you're like, oh, how can you do that? Or this is how you do that. Remember, the, the, the kid's going to get left with you because it's yours, mm-hmm. right? So a simple cotton swab, get some saliva, secure it in a Ziploc bag, take it down to get it tested, and keep it moving. It's not that hard. Mm. Man, I mean, people make it seem like it's it's so difficult to do stuff. But when you, if you've never had to do something and you only thought about it, you think it's difficult. But once you do it, or you speak to somebody that has done it, you find out how easy it is. DNA test is easy to do, bro. I think I think the navigating part of it, where, <clears throat> like, say, you know, you have a wife, you know. Like, what does that mean? Like, how are you going to tell your wife that? How are you going to tell your wife? You don't, you don't tell her that you're doing that. You just do it. Mm. Mm. So, so you're telling me you have a wife and y'all been married five years and then mm-hmm. you have a kid. You just going to automatically think it's yours. Well, <clears throat> I'm, I'm just not... remember when it comes to divorce, she's going to automatically think half your money's hers. Mm. Just remember that. Hmm. It's words of wisdom. That's words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. But what I'm saying is not every man who's married is going to be able to just, if they do it, right, if their wife even finds out that they're doing a DNA test, she's going to give them a lot of heat for it. So how but do that's why you, you don't let her find out. It's kind of simple. I mean, a lot of, I feel like a lot of men, they're the type of people that they're going to like, you know, 
every move they make, they they let their woman know. They tell her, "Hey, honey, where are you going?" Uh, and you know? those sounds like the type of men that you're trying to fight. So, <laughs> if if they want to set themselves up to do that, they can do that. I'm not talking to those men. Mm, you're talking about the talking the, the men who have brains. Exactly. Mm. And that's uh, that's uh, that's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty interesting. That's words of wisdom. That's really words of wisdom. Because the thing is, these things happen way more often than we think about it. I think what what they say, like thirty percent. I think it was like thirty percent of all um, um, of fraternity tests. There's like the something about fraud rate and of um, you know, the fathers. Paternity fraud is at like thirty percent, something, something to that effect. I got to find the the actual stat, but it's something around that number, and that's like that's pretty high if you think about it. That's that's high enough. Like that's that's horrible. It really is. It really is horrible. But hopefully, men listen to this episode and and they take heed. They you know smarten up. I, I remember I remember that same example that you brought up with the with the guy who on on the child's birthday. You know, gave the, the she or I think it was a woman's birthday or whatever it was. She thought it was somebody's birthday, yeah, and she, she thought she was getting she some thought shit. she was getting something, something, and he just you know just told her. And a lot of comments, people were getting mad. People were like, "No, he shouldn't have done that." People have said like he should do. This. So he's supposed to continue living a life of a lie because it's her birthday. Mm-hmm. No, I I found out and this shit ruined it for me. So guess yeah. what? Now it's ruined for you too. <laughs> She's like, hey, "You gonna do this on my birthday?" And he's like, "No, she gotta go." Like, and people are like, "That's so heartless." You and her now tonight, get out. Because like, see, you're saying he's heartless. He's heartbroken. That's what that is. Mm. She's heartless for be- leading this man to believe a child was his that wasn't. Mm. That's heartless. Mm. But we don't want to talk about that. So you think that this is probably this, this is probably what's going to happen when Scotty finds out that you know Natasha has been lying to him for, you know, well this is probably would be what year? This is probably make three years now, probably. Yeah, yeah. Natasha has been lying to him. This is awful, man. This is this is, I don't know. But remember, Scotty doesn't know. So hopefully, you know, you could share this episode with Scotty so he can know. <laughs> I mean, I, technically you didn't tell him I, and I like to stay out of these he found of out on his own I like to stay out of these things because it's like I, I don't want to be the you know you know what sometimes you look at certain things it's like okay it's it's not my place you know it's not my place to you know but um I don't know but I I I, th- I think we should I think this is this is kind of heavy we gotta we gotta we gotta switch gears to you know I want to see if we could switch gears to to some to some sports stuff. All right. Well, I mean, football has been very very interesting um, so far this year. Uh, wouldn't you say that? Um, since the lockdown has happened, it's been quite interesting for me at least. Been able to hear the players talking on the field, cursing at each other hearing the tactical awareness of people, the lack of tactical awareness of some, you're able to hear, at least from my teams that I've been paying attention to, different players that are like more vocal on the field. And you can see when, like, for example, my team is doing poorly and you don't hear anyone talking. 
and then when we're doing well it's because you have one or two people talking and it's just like interesting the dynamic and change that has happened with this whole lockdown and the availability of hearing these players on the field with this stadiums being empty so it's been interesting it's been interesting because i've been um i i know you have too i've been playing the uh fantasy football for the oh, for, yes. for the premier league and it's been very very interesting because like you look at certain i i just feel like sometimes i feel like i have bad luck with some of these things because i'll have a player i'll pick a player and i know anybody who you know uh anybody in in the us audience who listens who if you play uh fantasy football for the nfl and all of those things it's literally the same thing right and so you're going to understand what i'm saying when you pick a player and say for example i find that like a player he'll be doing good for the last like 2 3 weeks I'll pick him and that week he just he gets like a red card or he he does something so poorly and then like it's just awful. And then like a player that I'll have who's who'll be doing awful, I'll sell him and that week he decides like he wants to get a hat trick that week. And I'll be like, this is awful, man. Like, why does it go like this, you know? So my question is mm-hmm. Um, what players have you sold this week or what players are you planning to sell so I can pick them? No, I was going to ask you. See, I was going to ask you this. This is what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you because, all right, we're going we're gonna to talk about these things, right? And then, like, we can, like, so I'm, I'm looking at my team, right? I'm going to go through my team. And then we, because we can use this as we're just, we're not going to compete against each other. We're going to, like, we're, we're doing this so we can help each other. You know what I mean? We're trying to see. I, if we, I hear what you're saying. You're right. No. Right. Right. We're gonna see I, if we can both. I, I hear. I hear what you're saying. All right. We're gonna both help each other to 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 get to the top. So we're in right now. We're in the, the same like league. So we're both gonna try to basically tie on points. That's the whole thing. You know. So you I, help I me. I believe in tying on points. You help me, and I help you. All right. So okay. right now. These are the these are the uh, these are the the, the my, my front line players, um, Ollie Watkins from uh, from Aston Villa. I have Vardy, and I have uh, Patrick Bamford. Right, okay. Patrick Bamford. Like, here's the crazy thing about this guy from Leeds. I don't know is because Rock Nation and Jay Z bought the team or whatever like that, but. I think not bought the team, but they. I think they partnered with them, right? They like they partnered with them, and they're they're doing something collab. There's like some big collab that they're doing from now on. But like this guy, here's the crazy thing about it is like he gets into scoring positions, but he just like doesn't score. But it's like I honestly feel that if I sell him, like the the week that I sell him, he's gonna get like a hat trick or something. Do you do you like him as a player as a as a striker? Bamford? Yeah, Patrick Bamford. He's okay. I don't have him in my team, but you know, he's okay. So you think I should sell him? That's what you think? Um uh, when you look at his upcoming fixtures that he has, mm-hmm. it's like hit or miss. It's like hard, okay, easy, hard, easy, easy, hard. Like it, it it's hit or miss. It's all about if you think he'll be able to do good. I got to ask you this because, like, right now in, in our fantasy football league, 
you have like 60 something more points than me, you know? For the yeah, record, because you started late. Yes, on that purpose. is true. No, so no, 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 not you on can't compare. You got the information before the league started. <laughs> you refuse to participate no, I didn't in week refuse. one, thus putting you a hundred points behind everybody else that started on time. You're not going to use the excuse of "oh, you're sixty points behind." And no, you started <laughs> late on purpose, so you I have an say- excuse. <laughs> As to why you don't win if you don't win. I don't want to hear it. No, that's not true. That's not, I wouldn't say on purpose. You got the information weeks, weeks ahead of the, the, the kickoff of the, the season. Because I started this league in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, jump in this league. It's good. Mm-hmm. And I told you, like, yo, I'm in it. But it's just to try it out before the new season starts. Okay. And like with wireless headphones like with fitness trackers, <laughs> like with everything, you don't listen. And then when you uh, do, it's a big uh, excuse and a big show. Like, nah, bro, you're not going to come out here with that bull crap about your 60 points behind. No, I'm you started just, late on purpose, so now you're behind. It's just, it is what it is. But guess what? Right now, we have 15 people in the... Uh, I'm, 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 so, I'm climbing up the table, right? But this is and the funny for, thing. There's a guy I know in the league that started the week I started. He started on time, but guess what? You have more points mm, than him. Mm, so it's no excuse. Mm, wait, wait. You said he started when? He started on time, but you have more points than him. Oh. Oh. Well. Well, I'm not. I wasn't saying this as an excuse because I don't believe in excuses. You know, I don't believe in. Ex- I was just giving like a. You know, it's like one of those matter of fact type of things, right? Because uh, you know we don't do excuses over here in the male reasoning podcast. Um, but um, you know, you do. I'm, I'm just stating a fact. You do have more. You do have more points than me, Ollie Watkins. What do you think about that guy? Do you have him in your team? Do you think like you should keep Ollie Watkins from Aston Villa? You think you should keep him in the in the team? He is in my team. He is in your team because I'm thinking about selling him for this week. I'm thinking about selling him because they got wolves. They're they're facing wolves. Do you think I should? Uh, what do you think I should do? I'm coming to you for well, advice first, because. Well, first, I think you should pay attention to the schedule mm-hmm. because if you were paying attention, you'd know that Aston Villa versus Newcastle was scheduled for Friday, has been postponed due to COVID. So he doesn't have a game this week. Mm. The, okay. so the first thing you should probably do is pay more attention to what's happening in the league so you could make smarter decisions. Well, I did see – well, I, now, now that we say this, I, did, I do see the, uh, the calendar says that that game is on, the, is on the 12th. So, wow. So I guess I can uh, – see, this is, this is why it's, it's, it's good to talk about this. This is why this is, this is important, you know. So all these, even um, anybody that has a what's his name, Jack Grealish in their side, you know, you know, it, but you know that's going to catch a lot of people unawares. You know, a lot of people yeah, are going to forget. Caught you, but guess what? But this is see, this is why there's brotherhood, there's uh, camaraderie, and on all of those things because, yeah, this is this is really really good because I would have not, I would have not. Um, I would have not known that. We had uh, Cavani, right? 
um, man, you played. I know that's your team. Man, you played uh, this week. Cavani, he had like a brilliant, a brilliant game. A really great game. He was like, it's like he had a point to prove, you know. And how did you feel like when he got signed? Were you saying like, okay, I know this guy's going to come and perform and he's going to do well? Did you know that? Well, I've seen him play live and I think he's trash. He wastes too many chances. He does score, but he wastes way too many chances that he should score. Wait, hold on, hold on. So, hold on. Hold on. Where, where did you see him play live? Uh, California, Gold Cup 2016, oh, I believe. Okay, okay, okay. It was Uruguay against Jamaica. Mm. I saw him playing. Wasn't that impressed. So mm. it is what it is. Never really liked him. He's at United now. Cool, I guess. Um, he scored two goals and got us out of a jam. Okay, cool. But not really for me. Don't really see him being around long. So we just got to wait and see what happens with him. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, would you would you put somebody like him in your side? Because I mean, he uh, did have fantasy a, team. Yeah, no. no, I, 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 I don't even. I only have one Manchester United player in my fantasy. Normally, mm. like at the start of the season, I had like two or three, but mm. then I just decided that I'm no longer going to do that. So then I just got rid of him. I, I can guess which uh, person that you have in your team, Bruno Fernandez. Well, if you if you if you look at my team, you'll see it. So it's not really a guessing game, sir. I know, but I, I wasn't looking at this particular moment, so I'm just saying I can just guess and and see, you know. Um, it's only one person getting points, so. Yeah, yeah. Would you? What about uh? What's the highest score in the league according to the stats? The highest goal score in the league is uh Calvert, Calvert uh Dominic Calvert Lewin. Uh, what you think about him? Do you would you keep him in your side or would you sell him? have him mm-hmm. and I will probably be selling him soon because I don't see him continuing his form especially with the games they have coming up so I'll have to sell him and then I need to sell Timo Werner because he has not been delivering he's, he's delivering in Champions League though that's I the don't cr- care about Champions League when we're talking about the league. I know, but I'm just, I'm saying like it's weird that it's like you know you see some players that like when it's like either like like in the Champions League they'll show up and then in their regular league they won't show up or in their regular league they'll show up and the cha- vice versa and you're just like yo why can't you just you know be consistent I don't understand. Not everybody is. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. I, it's so funny this week. I, I, I tried to like outsmart everybody, right? Well, last week I tried to outsmart everyone. So I had uh, uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin in in my side, and I was like, "Ha!" I see everybody making him their captain, but I saw that uh, you know Vardy uh, Lester was playing Fulham, so I saw Fulham right. was at the bottom of the table. So I said, "Aha! I am going to yes. outsmart all of you guys, right?" Right. And so How I did made that work out for you. You said what? <laughs> How did that work out for you? It didn't do. It didn't go well. I don't know what happened because Fulham they beat Leicester, and I was just like, "How did that happen?" Like, you know, I mean, Vardy got an assist, but I thought he was gonna like get a hat trick because they're at the bottom of the table, and I'm like, 
I was not this my whole plan basically backfired on me. I mean, Dominic Calvert Lewin, he didn't score as, as well, but so technically, you know, I mean, you know, technically I got more out of uh my switch with Vardy because it gave me more points and I made him my captain, but I thought I was just gonna get a lot more out of making that that transfer, you know. Well I thought so I was gonna what's get your, a, what's I, your long term plan? My long-term plan. <clears throat> well, um, wait. Why am I telling you that? Or we're helping each other, right? That's correct. Okay, great, great, great. So this is what I'm doing. You're not crossing your fingers or anything, right? What? I said you're not. You're not crossing. You're not crossing your fingers or anything. Right. When you said that. You, all right. Um, um, well, with the team, I'm just making sure that, uh, you know, I, I, I get some players that are high scoring, look ahead to the different weeks and, you know, hopefully that I, uh, move up the, move up the table. It's very interesting. It's very interesting, um, with fantasy football because it makes it, uh, it makes it interesting. Like watching the games, I think it made me, uh, pay attention to a lot more of the the uh, English Premier League games because even if it's like a team that you don't really follow because you have players that are on these teams and it, it just makes you pay more attention and I think it's great and I think in everybody who's listening you should you should you should try it whether whether you're you watch uh, you know the NFL or anything like that if you play fantasy football it's uh it's really it's really really great so but I just want to commend you because you got almost double the amount of points I did for the last game week. You had 57 while I had 31. So clearly you you might know, you know, a lot more of what you're doing than I do, apparently, going by the numbers of last week. Well, well, thank you. I really I really appreciate the compliment. That's a uh, that's a uh, that's very nice of you to say that. It's very nice. Uh, we'll just, we'll see. I, I hope this doesn't jinx me for next week. <laughs> I hope that we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about the numbers next week. So hopefully, you know, this is this is really great, and I hope everybody who's listening, you know, you pay attention to the uh, the English Premier League football in general. Football is a great sport, and you know, just check it out. Hopefully, hopefully by listening to this, it it encourages you to follow up on what's going on as well. Right. So, uh, yeah, so, um, sorry, sorry, side note. So mm-hmm. this week, right. I've, it's been mm-hmm. kind of off. So like on Monday it rained and I didn't run mm. on Tuesday morning. I woke up, it was raining and I didn't run mm. and both days just felt off. Something mm-hmm. was wrong. And then this morning I woke up, it was 39 degrees out. I was like, oh gosh. Mm. But then I was like, nope, gotta do it, gotta do it. So then I was like, yo, it's only 20 minutes. Like you'll waste 20 minutes scrolling Instagram. Might as well go run for 20 minutes, Mm. better benefit. So then I, I decided like, okay, I'm gonna run. Got my stuff on, went out and ran and came back and it just feels like it's more productive today mm. and i was just like ah interesting so i realized like if you 
get into the routine of doing something, working out every morning, running, and then you skip it, it throws everything off. And it's so crazy. Mm. So, 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 uh, talk about that a little more, the, the importance of, of, uh, physical exercise, uh, for a man in, in the, you know, cause a lot of times some people think that, ah, oh, you know what I mean? I, I don't have time to do that. You know, my, some people think like my schedule is too busy. I don't have time. I'm brushing, you know, a quick, a quick, it depends on how fast you run a quick two miles for me. Uh, you know, kid, I'm not going to give you the exact time because uh, competition. Drop the, the numbers. Drop the so, numbers. <laughs> a, a quick two miles. You know, because mm. I don't, I don't try to go. Over, I do. I did go over two miles Thanksgiving. I did three because mm. I was uh, trying to get this uh, badge for this challenge, and somehow the whole app and everything didn't really work out. So I didn't get it, even though I did over the required amount. But mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, whatever. Did it three miles anyway. So at least I see what it feels like. And it's like, okay. But a quick, so like three miles will take me almost 30 minutes, we're going to say. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you the exact time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then two miles is going to take me about almost 20. So it's like almost 10 minutes a mile. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I know, okay, it's a certain amount. So I have to pace myself. But if I know it's just one mile and I know, okay, let's dog it out, I could probably do that really quick. Mm. But I haven't really, you know, I like I, I was on the track earlier in the year and was pacing myself two minute a lap. I was like, okay, cool. Because with a track, it's easy. It just brings me back to high school. But then it's like, okay, outside of that, getting on like really running, I need competition. I need somebody there running with me. Just running against the clock is is difficult. But just taking it for yourself, like imagine some of you right now listening, probably listening, scrolling through stuff on the internet. Um, what do you, What do you call that when you're like scrolling like and you're not really like focus on what you're doing you're just scrolling it's like zombie scroll or something like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like people do that where they just scroll through instagram or twitter and they don't realize what they're doing and next thing you know an hour pass two hours pass it's like bruh that time you were scrolling you could have mm-hmm. ran could have worked out you could have done so much stuff something that's productive for your actual body you know exactly like this morning i was like yo i gotta be on the road today but I got to come back and pod, but I got to eat. And I hadn't had anything mm. cooked. So I was like, man, okay, I need to cook chicken. So woke up, turned on the oven, put the chicken in. Went and run, came back. By the time I came back, stretch. By the time I was done stretching and, you know, probably took a shower and then did something else, the chicken was done. And I was just like, I bet. Take it out, put it down. It's ready when I get back later. Heat it up, go. I was just like... I need to get more structure. I need to get mm-hmm. more. I need to get more dedicated, more serious. It's like you have to like. I have to. My my goal is figuring out what two things can I do at the same time, <laughs> so that way I can save time. Not <laughs> multitasking, but if I have to do something that's like a set it and forget it, instead of set it and then sit and wait on it, 
do something else. And then while that's doing that, do some like just trying to figure out the best way to get stuff done. So. Yeah, and that, and that's good. That's really that's really good because going into you know the new year, like the fact that you're already and I feel like all men need to be doing this. Everybody, anybody listening to this should do this. Is like start planning your year from now. Start getting into those habits. So. You know, you're already ahead of the people who, you know, January 1st, oh, this is my New Year resolution. Like, make that New Year resolution now, like, and, and go into the new year. And 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 and, and so you have, a, you have a rhythm already. Instead of people, they're just trying to get everything started. You're already on that, what they call, like, the second wind or whatever like that. So... Right. Yeah, I, I think that's 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 really good, and that's encouraging me because, to be honest, I I I I want to run more often, and I feel like what I do is I, I'm not as consistent as I'm supposed to be. So this is encouraging for me, and hopefully, and not hopefully, next week I'll have a a, a really good report to, to to share about you know my workout experience and and running. Because this is inspiring for me, and I like this, and this is why these things are so important for, especially for men, because this is something that, you know, hopefully when you listen to this podcast, you hear something that, you know, even if there's certain things that you might say like, oh, okay, I don't get nothing from this, or I don't get nothing from this. There's something that you can pull from it and say, you know what, I can apply this to my life, and I can apply this for my upcoming week, and and rock out with it. So I hope you rock out with this working out and being disciplined as patrick says having a disciplined and structured life very very important it's it's definitely important and it's one of those things that you have to really commit to and put time into Mm. like it's not easy because I didn't want to run in the rain because i don't want to get sick Mm -hmm. especially with covid so i try to avoid getting out in the elements when the weather can cause you to get sick so i you know watch that so those days i was i was in the gym mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then the weather's good i'm back outside running and then tonight i'm gonna go back in the gym mm. it's just you just have to you know figure out what works for you and do that mm. make sure you take care of yourself take care of your body and don't put yourself in a position that can get you sick or you know, anything like that. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, true. Make sure everyone's taking their vitamins. I mean, I'm not a doctor or a medical professional, but, you know, I hear that vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc, very, very important at this time of the year. Vitamin S is important, too. It's very important. What? What's that? Vitamin S. It's very important. What's vitamin S? Sex. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, guys, I, I it's not just for reproduction, it's you know, overall health. It's important. Just imagine you're working out. Yeah. You're working out is to help, you know, enhance that. So yeah, you're not just doing it for you, but you're doing it for your partner as well. So, well, get, get the bench press, get the leg press. Huh. You know, do the things to strengthen your 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 glutes, 
your thighs, your core. And your, your back too, right? Exactly. Wow. Well, I mean, this, I mean, I don't think that. Girls don't want no guy that have a wheat back. Remember that. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's a real, that's a real gem to take us into the, into the next week, you know? That's a, that's a real Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you see the fight this weekend? How did we skip? Oh, my goodness. How did we not? I didn't see the fight. I saw the highlights. I saw the highlights, and I was, I saw the highlights of of, of both fights. Um, which one are we? There was a fight. There was a fight, and then there was a beating. Is which one are you talking about? All right, let's talk about the fight first. Let's talk about the fight. Um, you know, I just Mike Tyson. This guy is just destructive. This guy is like you could tell that he came. You know, this is wasn't like a charity match. This wasn't a. He came to fight. You know. He came to Definitely. He came to fight. This uh, like that was, I mean, I I I I, I want to be at that uh, level, still kicking and, and powerful and everything at, at age, you know, fifty three, fifty plus. That is that is that was. I don't think it was a draw. I think Tyson won, from what I saw in the highlights. I saw some extended highlights. I I feel like he won. I don't think that was a draw. Um, towards the end. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Roy Jones. Uh, he he, you know, it seemed like he was, you know, he wanted to at least stay in the fight, you know. So, you know, but I don't think it was a draw. I don't think it was a draw at all. I think you know Tyson was just way more powerful. It was just crazy to. See. It's like crazy to see like now in this day and age, he's fit, swinging, powerful. You know, what's his name? Didn't look like he was in that much fitness. Uh, Roy Jones. It 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 looked it, to me Roy Jones and Tyson that fight it just seemed like two old men fighting it <laughs> it really wasn't that entertaining yeah, to me yeah, like yeah. like I understand the the spectacle of it yeah, was cool Tyson, but yeah. it was like two old men yeah they were hitting but at times Roy Jones is like moving and not looking back and I'm like. But if Tyson rushes you right now, it's over, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you're just turning your back to him. You ain't paying attention. I'm just like, this is just crazy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then the next one was, uh, you know, the beating. <laughs> that was listen. That was that was. I mean, this just shows that this stuff is not a game. This is not stuff to be played with. You know, uh, you know this. It was. It was. Okay, do you have anything nice to say about Nate Robinson? Do you have anything nice to say? Like, I've heard a lot of people saying, you know. I, I think it was very commendable of him to step into the ring. Um, like, people have been saying all weekend, you don't play boxing. A lot of people are clowning him, but they wouldn't have the guts to step in the ring and fight somebody else under strict rules one-on-one. You know what? Because people, people aren't built like that. So I have to commend him for doing that. It didn't really work out, but guess what? He had the guts enough to go in there and do it. He's healthy. He's okay. I respect it. I see that part of it, but then on the other part of it, I I don't say like the people, they don't have the guts. I feel like certain people, they just know their arena. So they know that, okay, some people will look at it and it's like, okay, I am not a boxer, 
So I will not get into the ring with someone who's a because they're looking at it like, oh, it's Jake Paul from YouTube. And it's like, no, Jake Paul from YouTube has actually been like practicing. He's actually been taking it seriously. Like he's actually seriously, seriously training every day for months and months and months and probably over a year that he's been actually training um, to, you know, I think him and his brother, have, like they both fight, but they he, they take it seriously. They're not just like you know, it's like a charity match there. They actually know what they're doing. You could see the way he was moving that he's, he's been practicing and he knows what's going on. Like he's actually a boxer now, you know? And like this other guy, he thinks that, oh, okay, yeah, man, I could beat you and think that this is like a, like a, a, a street fight on the block. Like that's not what it is. Like this is, this is like a prefer, this is professional stuff happening. This is not like some, you know, I, it was it was bad, and I think that like that just you know what that's a lesson to men. That is a lesson to men. Like you can't just step into something and just like oh I'm just gonna just wing it. I'm just gonna get in there and just just try something. Like you know what I mean? Because that's what it you looked can't like. Do that. Yeah, that's what it looked like he was doing. And I'm like yo, if you're gonna do something, like I I get it. Like as you said, the you know you know, he stepped up to the plate and, you know, he tried, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, nah, man. Like, I'm not saying, it's not because he got beat. It's not because he got beat. It's not, I'm not saying that because he got beat, but is you could clearly see he was unprepared. Like, you could clearly see like he just, like he was out of his element. He didn't know what he was doing. He was, you could just see he was lost in the sauce. It wasn't like, okay, if he was like, like really up for it, boxing, you could see that, you know, he learned, so he knew what he was doing. And he got knocked out. It's like, yo, I mean, that's the name of the game. Sometimes these things happen. But I think it was the way it happened. And you know what I mean? When Snoop Dogg started singing, Precious Lord, take my ass. I said, no. It's It's crazy. (laughs) It was awful, man. It was just bad. Like, to take a beating like that in front of the whole world, I I, I don't know, man. That's just something else. You, You couldn't do it? No, no, here's the thing. As I said, I would only do something like that after I'm prepared. Like if I'm going to, I'm not going to go up against a guy who I, I'm, I'm talking about in the ring. I feel like if it's, in the, if it's something like that, where it's like do or die, you got to do what you got to do. But in a professional fight, in a ring against somebody who's a trained professional, who's been taking it seriously, I'm not going to go and say, oh, I've been working out. I've been like practicing for four months when this guy has been training every day for like two years and just, oh yeah, I can beat you. No, I'm going to take him seriously. Because I feel like what happened is, Nate Robinson didn't take uh, Jake Paul seriously. He's looking at him as, this is Jake Paul from YouTube. I don't take him seriously. I'm going to beat him. And, you know, I think that's where sometimes it's a lesson. I try to look at everything as a lesson. And sometimes we look at these things as men. Sometimes certain situations like, oh, this is just this. And I think what happened is Nate Robinson underestimated uh, Jake Paul. Like, he underestimated him. He just was like, I can do this. It's just, if it was another person who he looked at as a real boxer, he wouldn't have done that. But he looked at it as, this is Jake Paul from YouTube. I can, you know, I'm a basketball player. I'm starting to do, if I train for a little bit, a couple months, I'll be good. And I can face him. No, 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 no. That's just, that's not how it works. And when he got in the ring, you could see how clearly unprepared he was. And so it's just like. leading. 
into the punches with his face. Just, it, it was crazy. He could have really got hurt, like, seriously, like, early, early on. And when he got that first hit and he fell down, I think that's when he realized, like, yo, this is, like, I'm probably not going to last all six rounds. Like, you know. <laughs> it was it was it was over after that. When he got that hit into like when I saw him get that side hit first, and then I was like, he was kind of like, whoa! Like I was just like, it just makes you realize that this isn't like a joke. Like you could literally get injured. Like this is somebody like pounding your face. Like look how big Logan Paul is. Uh, J- Logan Paul, Jake Paul is, and look how big this guy is. And like like imagine you practicing for a year. Those hits. Like probably really hurt. You're getting punched in the side of your head. Like, you know, that's it's not a joke. It's not a joke, man. That's not a game. That's really not. I don't care how much money. Like, because that's why, you know, a lot of these boxers when they get older, you know, you know, you know, they had Muhammad Ali. Um, you know, like, he, they, you know, certain things start breaking down because all those hits to the head. <sighs> man. I just, I'm just glad that he's alive and well. I'm just glad that because I was like, man, I, you know, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm just glad this match didn't take place in February. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be bad. Definitely. <laughs> oh man, you don't see no. You don't want nobody want to see. You know, especially if you're black, you don't want to see no black man going out like that. Like this was bad. <laughs> this is bad. Sad, sad times, but. <laughs> What what can you do? <laughs> yeah, man. So, a- anything you want to say to close out? No, you know. Just remember, Scotty doesn't know, so don't tell Scotty. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh man. Sad, sad but true. Don't tell Scotty. Sad but true. Well, guys, you know we thank you, thank you for listening. Uh, please share this podcast and you know, share it with a friend, and uh, you know we'll definitely catch you next week uh enjoy the song as your as your the outro song and uh yeah we'll catch you next week guys all right guys later
This man rocks! Yeah! Catch it too. Fucking A it is.